I can see, you boys aren't like the usual hooligans hanging around here. Like these two fellas, uh, Buff Coat and Beaver. <laughs> 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 Another edition of Buff Coat and Beaver, a Beavis and Butt Butthead podcast. The only podcast that I'm aware of to feature not one, but two of the six finalists from the 2003 Tri-County High School Winter Homecoming Court. I am fifth runner-up Clay Cunningham, joined as always by Homecoming King. Yes, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, we are in the presence of royalty, Mr. Adam Kurtz, my liege. How are you today? Uh, I'd enjoy that any any sort of function where there's media involved, you eventually get to this reference, and I'm somewhat I'm somewhat unreasonably embarrassed about it too. I don't. Dude, you're the king. Like the, I, the fifth runner up is like one of the top ten accomplishments of my life, and you were the fucking king, my well, man. Thank you. I um, will take my crown and use it for good. Okay, as well, as as one should. Um, we are back this week. We are going to be talking about episodes where Beavis and Butthead have comically altered appearances. We'll be doing this with the episode Beard Boys and Top of the Mountain, uh, one of which, spoiler alert, is one of my all-time favorites. But let's stop talking about it, Adam. Let's just get into the episodes as we are wont to do Beard Boys aired November 1st, 1994. It was the third season of se third episode of season 5, written by Christopher Brown and Mike Judge, directed by Mike Judge and Yvette Kaplan. The synopsis: Beavis and Butthead watch a movie that depicts a bearded man getting laid and decide that they need beards to score. Unable to grow their own, they decide to cut hair off their heads and glue it to their faces. A very long synopsis gives away a little too much, I think, but we'll do our discussion anyway. Adam, your thoughts on Beard Boys? You know what? I'm just going with the synopsis. That's it. I'm done. We'll okay. see you next week. No, um, I actually thought they were watching a soap opera. Um, so, uh, would you say soap opera or movie? I... It it did kind of have a soap opera feel. Um, I think yeah, like a line like "My career as a leading molecular biologist seems kind of soap opery," but uh, either way, it, it seems like a fine piece of entertainment. So they're watching this, and the guy with the beard is a smooth operator. The lady actually says, "Damn, you're smooth," and um, that's that is a great line that will keep recurring throughout this episode that really pushed me i i loved the episode for that line of uh, beavis constantly repeating the the woman uh, that they saw in the movie of just damn you're smooth and his voice is great so uh they want to of course grow beards because this beard you know this guy with a beard got the chick um initially they just they know they have to grow it, so they keep asking each other. Beavis keeps asking if he's uh, Butthead can see his beard yet. Obviously, he can't. Um, so that leads them to what? Uh, they've got ideas. Butthead's got an idea. Um, while Butthead is getting the supplies for this idea, Beavis has a dream where he's wearing a fedora and sunglasses and has a long ZZ Top-esque beard. Uh, that was a highlight for me as well. Um, but it was Beavis, uh, excuse me, Butthead, 
who uh, instead had scissors, and now he's cutting their hair, as you'd mentioned in the uh, spoiler alert synopsis. Um, so, of course, they do a terrible job, and they use glue that is not safe for to touch any sort of human skin. Wacko glue. <laughs> yes, so... Um, I, I believe, is this a, uh, this is a Three Stooges gag at one point as well for Curly. Or Curly always just tried to put uh, Larry's hair on top of his head yeah. because he was bald. That's what I kept, I kept trying to think of that. Um, so they got this, these maimed heads and now this beard, these beards that are grosser than the one I'm sporting. No one can see that, but Clay, you can vouch. It's terrible uh, right now. That's one person too many. So I, I may, I'll just say I grow, I grew it for this episode. Um, you look like that Crutwig guy from Loyola for anybody <laughs> who would have just finished watching the NCAA tournament. Um, handsome. But uh, so they, they have this nasty stuff on their face. Of course, they're following chicks at the mall too closely. Um, they, some chicks, uh, they're absolutely repulsed or run away. Um, <laughs> but they didn't say anything initially to these women, first of all. So it led to the butt headline of, uh, they got a hit on the chicks, so they just don't think they're all looks and, uh, <laughs> no brains or whatever. Just so they don't think they're all looks. Um, so we get a hey baby out of butthead. Um, <laughs> Which, again, Beavis is a damn worse move. Mm. <laughs> and uh, one of the ladies says, what's that crap on your face? Um, and, uh, <laughs> and then they, they ditch those ladies because they threaten to call the cops. They see a couple more. They say, lose the beards, uh, cut the wanking, and try again in 10 years, which they immediately think is a success. Um, <laughs> and then... Uh, they go home, and uh, they want to shave the beards off for the ladies that are coming over in a decade. They Beards uh, went out in the 80s. <laughs> yes. Damn, you're smooth. Um, so they find a razor that was stuck in their couch cushions, which you can imagine. Uh, Beavis actually had chips in his uh, handful of hair that he was putting on his face, so the razor had even more gunk in that, too. Um then it uh, fades to black, and you can hear Butthead getting uh, chopped up by the nasty razor. But, uh, man, that, that truly, that one line made that episode for me. Uh, just damn, you're smooth. It was, it was great. Um, yeah, what were your thoughts on it? Um, I said recently that um, uh, Cyberbutt was my second favorite episode to not be featured on the Mike Judge Collection. Uh, not only is this number one, this might be my third favorite episode of all time. All right. I love this one for multi a multitude of reasons. Uh, one thing that you've mentioned um, that you always find funny is just how goofy looking they are. And I mean, that's, that's sort of a source of comedy too, but you kind of get used to it. But really, any time that their appearance gets altered at all... <laughs> It's always so, and we get that first one, like, yeah, you mentioned with Beavis with the ZZ Top beard and the sunglasses, and he still just has that dumb, vacant look on his face <laughs> while a woman is rubbing his beard. Damn, you're smooth. Like, it's so good. And, um, and, but the main thing that pushes this over the top for me, and I've talked about this before, is my absolute love 
of the butthead swagger. Yeah. Especially when it comes to dealing with women. Because, um, yeah, it's yeah, they, they cut the hair off their head and they glue it to their... First, another butthead. I love when he's reading the wacko glue. And when he first just... just uh, words. Because <laughs> until he finally sees it, it says use on wood. Which doesn't, doesn't deter him. But um, uh, it was just kind of a side note, too. Like... You know, you know, none of my proclivities, like none of my romantic proclivities, are towards teenage cartoon boys. But I think I particularly noticed here, and I'll see if you agree. Beavis is considerably better looking than Butthead, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I will. Uh, I. They're both scraping bottom of the barrel, but yeah, I'll hand that to you. But yeah. what Butthead lacks in it looks, see, I think maybe makes yeah. up for in confidence. Yeah. yeah, well, it's um, it, that hurts a little bit because anyone who's seen our banner knows that I'm actually the Butthead of the group <laughs> and you're Beavis. But that's why you're the king and I was fifth runner-up, man. <laughs> but um, but getting back to like the Butthead swagger, like yeah, Beavis looks dumb. There's no doubt he's got like you know, all kinds of splotchiness on his head. Like Butthead's quote-unquote beard is like 80% glue and just like 20% string. He literally looks like he fell face first into a puddle of hairy jizz. He's like <laughs> cartoon human form. I've never seen any type of human look more cretinous than he does here. And he's, But he's so confident in himself with these beards. It's like yeah, literally the first thing he says, yeah, it's a... Uh, uh, if you're gonna walk the walk, you gotta talk too, which translates to, we gotta hit on the chicks, dumbass. Otherwise, they'll think we're like all looks. <laughs> and then um, when they get rejected again, and this is one of my all-time favorite butthead lines because the girls are not receptive, and he's like so sure that he's in demand, he just looks at him and goes, "Hey, look, do you chicks want to make out, or do you just want to play games?" <laughs> Like, we're so sexy with this look that it's, like, you're wasting our time by not, like, not jumping on board, which kind of goes out the door at the end when they say, yeah, cut back on the wanking and get us in 10 years, and it's just, they, they get to, yes! And then, uh, I just, I, that's, I love it so much. Uh, there, there's just, there are few things funnier to me than seeing, like, such delusion, you know, portrayed on screen like that it's just great um and yeah the damn more smooth maybe beavis goes to the well one time too many with damn they're smooth he says it quite a few times i do i think i don't think we mentioned like one of the first times when after butthead says hey baby beavis just goes oh hey baby Ooh, yeah <laughs> super swanky too and um and just yeah that shot at the end with him like you know hacking at him with the razor it just you know, it's one of those that really makes you wince because it looked like it's got like hair almost looked like it had raisins in it i don't know it was just just gross but yeah i i don't know why this didn't make the collection i just i because i've said mr anderson's balls and beavis and, and uh beverly butt billies are one and two i i this i think this is my third favorite i really just love it it's solid i i um I I agree, and you're right with that altered appearance. And I think the the, the Beavis and the fedora and sunglasses was just so like 
it was kind of out of nowhere. I know they had mentioned yeah. ZZ Top, but still, that wasn't really that ZZ Top-esque. Like, I don't know. It was hilarious. And he's just, yeah, just the, no expression on his face with the sunglasses. Yeah, it's, 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 it's a great... the same exact... Yeah, episode. yeah, exactly. It's a great, great, great episode. Um, but we also got some videos, as always. This week, Adam, our collection, I Want a Woman by Rat. Here we go. Stackabo song by Stackabo and sold my fortune by Sugar Tooth. Uh, thoughts on the videos? Um, I thought these uh, videos are pretty good. I always enjoy when they dislike something from the right from the get go. When you get an uh oh, <laughs> that's mm -hmm. that's uh, usually they're they're getting ready to to dump on it, which uh, they do on Rat a little bit. Um, I did like that they uh, thought of the idea of, uh, instead of cops, just the show Sluts, and just follow <laughs> Sluts around various cities. Um, <laughs> but the, the main course is, I want a woman, or they just keep saying that. And Butthead does say, I want a woman, but I'm not singing a crappy song about it. <laughs> uh, stack a bow. Um, here we go. Little trivia here. Um... I did, the video was terrible. The video is kind of creepy. Stack of bow is just not attractive. Um, and they just, you, we should, uh, this is, you might as well just play this song on the radio. Um, and then Butthead said, yeah, like, they could have shown a radio and just us turning it off. <laughs> um, but Stack of bow, um, his real name here, I, I should have written down, but he's the director of Chernobyl. He won an Emmy for Chernobyl. Oh, and, he is the director of uh, a. I, I didn't watch that, but I know a lot of people really loved it. Critically acclaimed, yes, and he will be directing. Uh, I don't think you uh, played many games past, um, you know, NBA Jam, Clay, but uh, The Last of Us. It was a big game on PlayStation. I've, I've heard of it. So that is getting a movie adaptation, which um, probably won't overtake your favorite video game movie, Blood Rain. But, um, what could, <laughs> but yeah, uh, Stack of Bow actually pretty successful outside of that 1993 hit there, and uh, Sugar Tooth, not much there. There was an Urkel mention, uh, which I thought we should have mentioned, and yeah, Sugar, that, uh, it's, it's one Sugar of the best video. Yeah, well, I think we, I, I probably could do a Family Matters podcast. I wish I was lying, but uh, <laughs> I know plenty. Um, I do, yeah, they're so like quiet just like so subtle like quietly aggravated by rat because yeah butthead goes oh no and you can barely hear it but beavis just in a whisper like oh damn it <laughs> just, just like it's like they couldn't even be bothered to be truly angry um i like my favorite line in the stack of bow was just butthead saying because I, I guess they're european but butthead just saying we've got enough crap in this country why do we need to go to europe to get more <laughs> And, um, yeah, I didn't, like, the Sugar Tooth, uh, I didn't think there was a lot of funny. I just thought it was kind of enjoyable to, just, to see Beavis unironically enjoy a song like that. Because he sure. was really into it. Yeah. And it's catchy. Yeah. Sold my fortune. It's, it's, there's, there's a little toe-tapping uh, nature to it. I did, like, I did write down that the they did ask what a fortune was, and they went to uh, think it was a futon. Yes. <laughs> so... At um, least one of us is currently sitting on a futon. Oh, I didn't know that. A little close to home there, then. I yeah, had a futon. Okay. 
but then you became an adult. Anywho, <laughs> uh, yes, sir. All, I think that's all we got for Beard Boys. Uh, we will be right back with our second part, which is Top O the Mountain. One of them calls himself Butthole. The other one's name is Joe, I think. And, uh, what did these boys look like? I believe they were Oriental. Clay and Adam back here on Buff Coated Beaver, and I gotta say, I stepped outside during the break, and I think Brian Setzer must own my apartment complex because there were stray cats everywhere. No? No. I think that's a quality, you know, I, I I told that joke once to someone who was like 23, and I just assumed it was too, too it was just too smart for them, but you know, maybe it's just not a good one, but... Um, uh, yeah, it's uh, it's fine. Okay, well, well, all right, well, cover. You're all right. All right, well, since I've apparently ruined the show, I'll let you talk now, so uh, <laughs> give us, give the people uh, some info on Top of the Mountain. Top of the Mountain, it'll be the top of your head in a minute, Clay, Top of the Mountain, here is season five, episode seventeen, and it aired January twenty fifth, nineteen ninety five. Mike Judge and Yvette Kaplan directed writers Christopher Brown and Mike Judge. The synopsis: Beavis and Butthead get their hair done at a salon in hopes that the hairdresser will press her cleavage in their faces. One of my favorite synopses <laughs> that we've had so far here on season one or two. Yeah, that's, um, I, I, I feel like that's one, if you just hear that, you'll probably instantly know whether or not this episode is going to be entertaining for you, because <laughs> yeah. it cuts right to the point, and it's good. Um, I, you know, I don't really, I mean, I've, I'd seen this one before, it's not one that always comes to my head, I, I know, I, I think it's a fairly well-known line, at least in the Beavis Butthead community, is the, I have seen the top of the mountain, and it is good, but, um, like, the episode itself, I don't really think about all that much. But um, I would say it's pretty damn good. I, it's almost maybe more quality over quantity in terms of like good jokes. There's not a lot of laughs, but the ones that are there are pretty big. Um, it starts off, um, uh, yeah, they just kind of decide they're going to quote unquote. This is kind of where it, it, it treads the line between whether or not they're actually harmless or not. Because, I mean, there's, there's a certain degree of they're talking about they're going to quote unquote get some by seeing portions of a hairdresser's breast but at the same time they are going out in public and harassing someone so this is one that kind of initially i thought it's kind of like oh they're kind of harmless and then you get into it's like oh no actually they're not (laughs) but um i do like they they go out searching for it first they find a woman who's too clothed and then they find it where, where it's a guy where Beavis or Butthead, he's worried that the guy will accidentally rub his nads on his elbow <laughs> while, while he's in the, in the chair. But uh, they finally settle on a woman with like a low cut shirt. And um, yeah, they, they settle in. Um, I like just first that their, their general immaturity initially signs through over their horniness because she tries the shampoo and it's almost empty and it makes like the <laughs> sound. And um, and they just, then they laugh. And I, I kind of debated. I don't like. I want to say that that made me laugh just because it made them laugh. 
But if I was in that situation, <laughs> I think I probably would too. So that's that's unfortunate. But um, uh, some really good animation. Like it starts, she tries to push Butthead's head back uh, before the shampoo, but he's like right at breast level, and he's like outright uh, like <laughs> resisting against it. And you see just the shot of Butthead's eyes getting wet. And then this one's hard to explain without the um, without the animation, but. Um, she eventually takes, puts Butthead in the sink and like runs his hair back and pushes his hair up to the point where he like gets up and I mean it looks like it's like like he has a, a giant Eiffel Tower hat on like his hat is just like kind of this, super alfalfa on steroids or something. It's, yeah, it, a little bit of that. It reminded me a little bit of like an extreme version of the. Um, the pumpkin guy on people who look like things uh, on the, <laughs> the old Simpsons episode. But dude, that shot is so funny. It's just like, <laughs> like you don't see anyone look like that. His hair is just like, <laughs> it, it, I mean, it's like an inch and a, inch and a half and around and it's just all the way up. It's such a funny piece of animation. Um, I just, well, well, yeah, what, what was your thought on the shot in question? Because I think that was the highlight of the episode. Oh, yeah, I, I enjoyed everything about them getting getting their hair done and it being wet. I like the slick back when he kind of gets up. I, just him and that initial slick back, he kind of looks the same from the front. But I liked the slick back a lot. Uh, one of my favorite hairstyles, the Pat Riley, if you will. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, but <laughs> I thought pulled it off nicely. I'd like to see... Uh, I, I again, it goes back to what we said in the first episode. Any little alteration that mm -hmm. we see to their appearance is gold, and uh, we got it here too. And another thing to point out, just like because we talk about little details, because they're both their hair, both of them have wet hair, and then um, well, they don't feel compelled to go get in the chair because they both are uh, hard for quite some time <laughs> and sitting with magazines over their laps. But we see like as time lapses. Their hair changes because, like, yeah, butt hair was like, yeah, it dries. I mean, just like, I mean, just great detail. I mean, just another thing that you know, I don't know that most people would even realize if it hadn't changed, but but they did it, and it's a, uh, it, it, it's it's good stuff. But um, eventually, um, before they uh, calm down enough to get in the chair, uh, the woman's boyfriend comes in, and the boyfriend happens to be uh, uh, Todd, the. Uh, the idol slash tormentor of Beavis and Butthead, and um, uh, he to, he tries to get her to leave, and she says, we can't really cut their hair, and Todd doesn't like that, so he holds them both down, and we see him just take, with just scissors, just take huge chunks out of Beavis's hair, and then um, eventually they cut to, it's either commercial break or music videos, and um, Todd and the woman are making out a little bit. He peels out, like there's smoke from his car, and right as it clears, it's another shot of dumb-looking Beavis and dumb-looking Butthead. <laughs> Not completely bald, but just mostly, just like with fragments of hair sticking out, and just their dumb, vacant faces. It's such a great <laughs> shot, and it's just such that one. Just, I mean, just it's a great piece of direction, and also it's just so funny looking. And I like too. It's kind of a weird diversion, like because Butthead says. Uh, he criticizes Todd. He said, Todd's pretty cool, but he sucks at cutting hair, which you don't normally see um, them say anything negative about Todd. But it also kind of feeds into the delusion because clearly Butthead believes that Todd was trying to do a good job. <laughs> but um, yeah, they 
and then they walk off with like this, you know, big swirling musical score. Uh, they saw the top of the mountain, and it was good. That ending, Clay, I, I don't... I, Mike Judge had to be going for this. It's almost identical to the ending of the uh, 70s show Kung Fu with David Carradine. Like, yeah. I, I don't know why, but like, if you watch the end credits, it's David Carradine walking into the sunset and that pretty much same music playing um i don't know why the reference there i maybe if one of our listeners knows a little bit like the dots that i'm not connecting or maybe i'm just looking too much into it but i was like is that kung fu it wouldn't and, surprise me I, I think he is a, i feel like he's incorporated that i don't know a lot about that show specifically but i feel like i mean he's worked in kung fu stuff before just like maybe general stuff but i it wouldn't surprise me if he was a fan of that show I uh, I did it like uh, you hit a lot of good points there. Um, I did like that. That what led them uh, to getting the haircuts is Butthead asking the question. So what's the most you've ever gotten from a chick? And <laughs> that chick just grinded her boobs on my uh, shoulder. <laughs> Let's do that. That that's the most it's ever gotten was the haircut. Um, yeah, you you hit the nail on the head of all that. Just your haircut sucks at the end um, from Butthead. But uh, yeah, it, it was a good. I I had not seen that one in a long time either. I enjoy the variety of girlfriends that Todd has as well. Like mm-hmm. very late eighties, early nineties bangs with the poofy hair. But you know what Beavis and Butthead would absolutely consider a hot chick. You know, oh, yeah. like right up their alley. So you know why they idolize uh, Todd because you know he's everything they kind of want to be, and uh, even so here I love when Todd starts to cut their hair. The sound effects are great too. It's the classic, like Pink Panther almost punching and stepping on sound effects. The fighting sound effects are great. Um, really solid episode, and I'm glad we're revisiting all these just because these uh, these two were. Uh, you know, this season we've di- we've dipped into a few that were eh, okay for us, but these were a strong comeback. I like these episodes a lot. Yeah, yeah, I'm, a, I'm I really, um, and this is one. Yeah, I said I didn't think about, but um, yeah, it's there's some really good stuff, really good animation. And um, would you um, have genuinely laughed at the uh, empty shampoo flatulent sound? Absolutely. You know, okay. you get a ketchup bottle in a restaurant or <laughs> something like that. It's always a it's always a chuckle. Maybe a chair that somebody is leaning back and forth on. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, music video-wise, Clay, there were three of them. Screw with Picasso Trigger, The Comatines with Late Mistake, and Cannibal Corpse. Actually, there are four. I'm sure Cannibal Corpse, Staring Through the Eyes of the Dead, and the Rollins Band with Disconnect. Your thoughts? I kind of felt like they were enjoying the screw video um, for a bit, but then I guess they just kind of got bored and did an abrupt channel change, which they instantly regretted because as soon as the coma teen video came out, <laughs> Beavis with the destruct. Oh God. Yes. <laughs> Beavis was highly agitated. Yes, in he was. Both of these episodes here, but, um, and uh, cannibal corpse, I guess, I mean, just, I gotta say, I agree with butthead because he made a mention of just like, Everybody sings like this now, and just like anything like in the death metal genre, it's just, I'm gonna rape your grandmother's corpse. Like, everybody, like, it's, I've never, 
Like, what's the distinguishing factor between any of those songs? I don't know. I don't feel like that's your genre either, but... No. Have you ever uh, seen the fonts? Look up the fonts of a lot of death metal bands. One, they're illegible. You cannot read them. And they're all identical. Yeah. Um, actually, uh, I have a Facebook friend and a, a, a former... I'll call him a friend. He's a really nice guy. Nicest guy you could ever meet. But he's in, he's been in a few of these death metal bands and he always shares like <laughs> the album covers and things. And you can't read them, but every death metal band has that font and they do sound very similar. Maybe we're just old. Maybe we just agree with Bob Dole though. Bob Dole listed Cannibal Corpse along with the Ghetto Boys as uh, not representing the U.S. Oh, wow. That's, he, re he singled out Cannibal Corpse, who I think was also featured in Ace Ventura. So uh, they, when Ace is going through a that bar, Cannibal is that, Corpse is the band on stage there. So How about that? But, um, 90s I, were rocking for Cannibal Corpse. Yeah, I, I vaguely remember, I feel like they might have had a song called Fuck With A Knife. That's Ooh. that's my uh, I could be confusing them with somebody else, but uh, yeah, not my bag. But um, uh, disconnect by Rollins Band. Um, uh, first, uh, just as far as like from Beavis and Butthead standpoint, um, I like that Beavis really loves it, and he's not having any of it when Butthead tries that, even like remotely critical. He just like it, it's one of the every it's it's inconsistent with Beavis, you know, standing up for what he likes. But he's just like, like I'm not going to listen to you downgrade this song because. Um, um, but it kind of reminded me of too, like the video reminded me a little bit of Bittersweet Symphony with um, yeah yeah him walking down the street. Except it's kind of in reverse. Like people are ramming into Henry Rollins, who's just you know you know a notoriously angry dude, and he's just getting railed up. Whereas like you know the guy with the verb was banging into people, but uh, this video actually came out three years before the Verb video, so mm -hmm. I know that's one of your favorites, Adam, but apparently they're just a copycat of Henry Rollins, so uh, defend your boys. I will. I will. Um, different color video, different feel video. I will venture to say Bittersweet Symphony might be the best one-hit wonder of all time, and I'm a one-hit wonder connoisseur. Okay. I love that song. It's so infectious, so catchy, and the video is great to go along with it. I had that full album. Should have just got the single, but uh, <laughs> I, I could I could go on, man. I, I that video is just great. Henry Rollins is just menacing looking dude, though. In yeah, general, I, like I feel like his shtick's kind of worn out over the I'm years. Sure. I can't really. Maybe it would have been different, you know, when I saw this in what I think it was 1994. But um, yeah, but yeah. It definitely seems like a Beavis and Butthead type song. And uh, I just want to stick it to our only guest host we've ever had, too, to this point. Sarah, I think we're getting a lot of great content from the videos. This was a solid video for both episodes. So shove it, Sarah. Yeah, shove it right up your butt, Sarah. <laughs> but we'd, we'd be well, we're, we're happy to help you have you back sometime. <laughs> but, uh, but, yeah, but for now, like, when you're not here to defend yourself, you know, we're ready to throw you under every imaginable bus. I think see. that's two weeks in a row now. Hell no, no response, too. I don't expect any from that yeah. yellow-bellied guest. Well, I, I mean, her, her cowardice is showing, so I can't defend her at any point. Um, uh, best episode, Adam. Uh, it was the uh, Beard Boys was just too darn good. It was too damn smooth. <laughs> 
Damn, yeah. damn, it was good. I, I loved it. I will be using that line to a point of annoyance here throughout the week now that uh, we've revisited it. So, yeah, yeah, it was good, though. I, both of them were great. Uh, you know, you put these episodes against two others. Uh, Top of the Mountain probably comes out against some of the others we've reviewed. But we should put together a list of uh, the favorites we, we, we've reviewed. But that's here nor there. But, yeah, tonight it was Beard Boys. Yeah, I mean, it's... I'm I, I just I'm, I'm really curious to know why that didn't make the list because it's it's just got so many things that I love and, uh, about the show and just oh the butthead the butthead overconfidence I don't think it's ever been put to such good use I just yeah Beard Boys is a classic. Well, when you land Mike Judge for an interview, we'll ask him. We will rake we him over the coals. Why is why isn't yeah. this on there? Tell us. Yeah, I, I mean, just because he's one of my personal heroes doesn't mean that he can't be held accountable for his mistakes. <laughs> All right, man. You got anything else? Uh, you got our the, contact you got the info. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Um, as always, you can connect with us on social media. We're on Facebook at Buff Code and Beaver Pod, on Twitter at Butthole and Joe, or you can send us an email at buffcoat and beaverpod at gmail.com. We're there 24 hours a day waiting for responses that rarely come, but when we get them, oh, our hearts just soar. Boy, howdy, yes. Soar through the mountains or something like that. God, I really get rambly <laughs> at the end of these shows. But we will be back uh, next week. Uh, we're getting towards the end of the season, and um, we will be back with um, an episode uh this will be a fun one. Uh, episodes where Beavis nearly bleeds to death. We will be talking through a couple ones that are very good and kind of hard to watch at times. We got Nosebleed and we've got Wood Shop. That'll be a fun batch to discuss, and we will be back to do so next week on Buff Coat and Beaver, a Beavis and Butthead podcast.